I laid out the three pairs of crisp new socks on my bed and paused in thought. Dancing teddy bears, cats in rain boots, and little elves. The socks I'd picked out to give this dying girl represented everything I had wished not to convey. Humor, distraction, randomness. But I had no time for a plan B, so I stacked the socks together, wrapped them neatly in pink tissue paper, and placed them, along with an assortment of silly little girly trinkets, in a gift bag covered in mini pastel ice cream cones. I could have done better. I should have thought this through better. Stage four means the cancer has spread to other organs. It means that there is no cure, and though treatments can keep the disease at bay for a while, you live each day knowing that it will kill you someday. Maybe today. They were waiting for us as we pulled up to their apartment. Their small frames greeted us with smiles and broken English as they warmly invited us in. I could smell the faint scents of curry and spices from the doorway, instantly taking me back to a place of warmth and comfort. Daisy was waiting for us inside, seated at the dining table, looking worn. I was surprised to see how much younger than sixteen she appeared. Her petite frame was wrapped in a thick gray cardigan over a pink t-shirt, her arms crossed over her chest, but her lips smiling. My eyes instantly went from her smile to the bandage just below her collarbone, something I was all too familiar with. I'm so happy to finally meet you, Daisy. I gave her my best forced smile, because while I was genuinely happy, I was equally genuinely devastated. I forced a cough to distract from the dampness welling in my eyes. She smiled at me shyly. Me too. Thank you for coming to see us. My eyes quickly took in the details of the home, the sparse furnishings and mismatched chairs, the small Hindu shrine in the corner next to the TV. The colorful paintings on the walls I guessed were framed and displayed proudly by the artist's parents. It was a humble home, filled with evidence of love and dreams and sacrifice. Everyone settled in after the introductions. Mom went about her business in the kitchen, preparing chai and Indian sweets for us, while everyone else congregated on the couch, engaged in small talk over the sounds of a Bollywood show no one was paying attention to. Daisy and I were alone at the table. There were a million things I wanted to say, but the weight of this moment and opportunity left me tongue-tied. What do you say to a dying girl? What words can be strung together that convey truth, hope, purpose, and love to a precious soul whose days on this earth are numbered inequitably? I brought you a little something, Daisy. These are things that I picked out to hopefully bring you a little joy or a laugh when you need it on a hard day. I handed her the ice cream cone-covered bag, half embarrassed but wholly sincere. To my delight, her tired eyes lit up. She rummaged through the bag and laughed at the socks. 
Wearing fun socks that made me smile was my thing I did on chemo days, I told her. Anything to get us through, right? Oh, thank you. I love them. She put on a pair and modeled them for me. We shared a laugh together. I guess sometimes it doesn't have to be so thought out. Maybe sometimes laughter is the best gift you can give.